0: We were not quite 15 minutes from home. Loaded to the gunnels, we formed the rearguard of the 12-caravan barnstorming jet-truck-powered Kernigan family country music tour of Australia. We were away. Dad motored on up ahead with Mum and the other kids, Greg, Tanya and Fiona. With no room left in the Chevy Silverado for me, I was assigned a ride with some of the crew, and there we were all of us bobbing in time to the warp and woof of the suspension, our backs sticking to the seats. The hot breath of the merciless Riverina summer swirled its blustery gusts from out over the stubbled paddocks and up off the baking bitumen through the open windows and tousled our hair in a mad, windswept dance. Nine Mile Hill is barely a landmark around the New South Wales, Murray River town of Albury. Most people are either nearly there or barely gone when, like us, they ride its forgettable flanks on the way north to Wagga, or first spot the lights of town heading south. But that little stretch of the Olympic Way has become part of Kernighan family folklore. Not that my mind was on the road at that moment. Like everyone, I was excited that we were finally on our way. Ray Kernigan's cavalcade of stars was an ambitious undertaking. TV advertised and promoted in advance. It was an eight-month, virtually non-stop ramble from showground to showground. We'd eventually reach as far north as Mossman near the tropical Dane Tree and as far west as Cloncurry in the Queensland outback. Like the tarps, tents and trappings, the talent was locked and loaded. Of course, Dad was the star of the show. Ray Kernigan, the multi gold award winning star of country music. It was a family affair, and we all had special titles. I may have been musical director, sound man, and roadie, but for 30 minutes every show, I was the dynamic Lee Kernigan. My sister was Tanya Kernigan, the sweetheart of country music. Our drummer, my brother Greg, was Mr Beat. Special guests included Julie Perry, Australia's Miss Truckin' Music, and Eureka Smith as the man in black, Johnny Cash. It was all backed up by the jet-set country band. Everyone was pitching in, not just to entertain, but to lug and haul, set up and pack away. We even had our own schoolteacher for the tribe of kids that was along for the tour. For many... Perhaps the biggest drawcard in Dad's cavalcade was Walsing Matilda, the jet-powered, fastest truck on earth, officially clocked in the back blocks of Victoria, doing 330 kilometres per hour over the Flying Mile. I was nearly eighteen and had a front-row seat for the next unpredictable chapter of my adventure in music and showbiz, rolling my way down Nine Mile Hill. At first, it seemed like we were swerving to miss a pothole perhaps that's how it began. I glanced across to see our driver snap a little straighter in the driver's seat and slap both hands more firmly on the wheel. The swerve became a side-to-side drift, with each arc becoming more violent, until it all shifted into that surreal, out-of-control, happened really quickly slow motion which seems to accompany high-speed mishaps. The tank slapping became more violent, and the caravan flipped wrenching the vehicle into the verge, spitting dust and gravel as we left the road, still careering ahead, but feeling a slow and unstoppable tilting of the cab. In the moment when the caravan was either sheared from the tow ball or simply obliterated by the impact, I remember feeling the deceleration, like the final slowing exhale of the roller coaster. As the world returned to real time, I remember looking at a cracked, tipped-on-its-end world, feeling the heat again, the smell of fuel and singeing oil, the ticking of the hot exhaust and a fragile... Is everyone okay? Someone ahead had seen the disaster unfold and had radioed the convoy. Dad said he rounded the corner to see our freshly rolled patrol on its roof and the shattered, scattered ex-caravans strewn up and down the road. Shaken, but unhurt, we clambered out and onto the roadside. Many times over the years, I heard-